0: Becoming a bat mitzvah is very important to me because it means that I will soon be considered an adult in the Jewish community. My, community.
1: my community, my community, my community, my community, my community. Your bat mitzvah colors made me throw up. Thank you so much for joining me. You're my first guest and it just makes sense.
0: I, I agree. It just makes sense.
1: Um, I would love to know, walk me through your bat mitzvah. Where you were in life at that point, what your bat mitzvah was, um the budget. No, I'm, I'm joking. Haha. Um, what you wore. <laughs> had lamb chops. You had lamb chops?
0: I know. Why'd we exactly. both
1: have lamb chops? It was like, we need lamb chops. We were, we were like sisters. Oh my God. That's insane.
0: <laughs> that's actually insane. We've never talked about that.
1: That's crazy. My lamb chops are probably better than your out of town lamb chops.
0: That's true. That is true. But my lamb chops were pretty good. How do you like your lamb chops? Are you a rare type of gal? No. Good. Same. We're the same. Yeah, we are. I know we eat our meat the same, but I uh, had no lamb. Anyway, so <laughs> I, growing up, needed to be the center of attention. Literally, I think sometimes I still have that with inside of me. No. Thank you. That was so convincing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I wanted. A crazy, crazy party, and I wanted all my, like, you know, fun things and everything. And my parents loved throwing parties. So we rented out the boat terminal in downtown Boston, like where crews come in. Wow. Damn. And we like converted it into a piano bar because I played piano growing up my whole life, and I was pretty good. How and good. yeah not like so like I was good but like classical good
1: so it sounds and like a pretty therapeutic event for you like you needed the be the center of attention you got yeah. it like when was the last time you've gotten that much energy that you needed
0: literally that was definitely the first time in my life that I got that and I think it was like it felt good to have people show their love and I look back all the time you and do also, like not to my bomb mitzvah specifically but in general when i'm thinking back like my mom mitzvahs comes up definitely in therapy
1: i never think about my mom mitzvah, which is weird why i have this podcast
0: no i definitely brought it up in therapy before where that's I've so like,
1: interesting
0: yeah because it's deep like it's so deeply within me that i you know like wanted it is kind of
1: special it's literally the only time while you're alive and aware that you'll ever have just the attention on you because your wedding is another person i guess birthdays every year but like this is like the biggest budget
0: yeah this is also you're not paying for it yes like that's the biggest thing is you're like i mean listen in some instances maybe people would have to pay for it or anything
1: i don't know very woke thank
0: you (laughs) to put that out there but like in most parts like my privileged self was like can i have this like can you get me mm-hmm. this you know um a photo booth like you said like fucking 100 no, like, percent yeah anything so also culturally you feel like so connected did you yeah like not-
1: sh- you don't give yourself credit you have such a high religious intelligence like you articulate where you're at religiously so well.
0: Because I'm hyper aware of religion. Yeah. Which is because I'm which is everywhere. kind of all scary for up. you,
1: probably. You can't yeah. sweep anything under the rug.
0: No, no, no. Nothing. I mean that goes into my entire guilt. I have so much guilt in life. Religiously, like racial. And it all I mean, listen, I think it all stands I equate definitely Me going to, like, Jewish private school, like, that definitely put in guilt, but it also put in a lot of self-awareness because you're constantly told, like, about your religion, what you need to do to get to that point, which requires self-awareness. You know what I mean?
1: Wait, let me process what you just said.
0: Yeah, no, growing up, I definitely started feeling, like, guilty about the position I was in in the world and I think I really took that out on religion and I got really frustrated by it all and in some psychotic way I was able to be like I'm gonna feel, feel guilty if I like break the rules that I was told as a kid not to break but I'm also gonna feel guilty if I keep those
1: were you really feeling that guilt I feel Concrete. like that's hindsight bias. Because now you're a very aware, socially, culturally aware person right. that you see that side of things. But at the time, were you really feeling that? You were, loved your so. school. You loved your community. You were rah, rah, rah.
0: Right, right. But I think I was putting on... The t- I mean, listen, this is me looking back at it all and psychoanalyzing it all and, like, why I would do certain actions. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to say that. But I think that I definitely... I definitely felt very young i was going on my phone like i wouldn't say bottom it's i would say like eighth grade Mm -hmm. but not like so much you know like i think also it was very often on growing up for me yeah like what does the phone do like at that age (laughs)
1: wow
0: yeah so and then I got a seminary and it was like the spiritual awakening. Yeah,
1: what, what did Sem mean to you? That's crazy. I don't even know. What, did, what role did yeah. we play? Well,
0: definitely, definitely the friends I made in Sem changed my life, which is also a mindfuck.
1: Explain. <laughs>
0: I think part of the reason I was like so like on this high of life was because like, A, we weren't in like reality like we were just living with our best friends, like in a culturally immersive place.
1: That Sam is such a mindfuck. It's not a normal environment. No, oh, can be normal. It's a simulation. Like it's a simulation. Yeah, it's literally like living in retirement for a year with no responsibilities, oh nothing. God. A bunch of fifty-year-old men like telling you what to do. Oh no like, fucking! Like every weekend, we had to like find a place to go in Israel no. and like. It was so weird. We ate so much. Talk about food. Living with 40 women is not normal. So if you were going to have a bomb mitzvah again, what would it look like?
0: I think I would make like all my friends come on like a spiritual hike with me. That's so cool. (laughs) I think so. And Oh my God. do like a bunch of like people to do shit. Oh my God. Like shrooms and shit like that and um then like have a wild party at like the top of the fucking mountain all women i don't know like no i don't think so i'm hoping at that point in my life i'll have more more guy friends in my life (laughs) that are like true like authentic is your family invited yeah but no way they come You know what drug we'll take the, what's it called? Ayahuasca. Thank you. Ayahuasca.
1: Okay. Why, what role does drugs play, you think, in this coming of age for you? (laughs) Religious coming of age?
0: Religiously, everything.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Explain. That's so interesting.
0: Spirituality. Like, I think drugs are super spiritual.
1: I'm curious what you're going to wear to this bat mitzvah and also what you wear at your actual bat mitzvah let's tie this into some like body image themes please i know please. you have a lot to say on this
0: i do wow <sighs> um
1: so what, what did you wear at your bat mitzvah there? and did you feel good back in the day
0: i was thinking about this today actually when i was like wow i'm coming on brock's podcast what does this what is this going to mean which i say and I looked at the pictures and I remember thinking when I was like 12, fuck, like I look fat. Like I remember, yeah, like vividly, like in the dressing room, I was like, okay, but I'm going to like wear tights and it's going to like suck in my little fucking tummy.
1: <laughs> you looked and- in so good though, like compared mm-hmm. to other people at their mom, it's like you look beautiful. Maybe I'm yeah. saying that because you looked like me, but no
0: I think you looked gorgeous I think I looked gorgeous <laughs> also but wow. I remember like and I please into what we were talking about earlier the like needing to be seen and loved
1: how so That's
0: probably why it felt so good
1: at did, was there any point at what point could you look back and be like oh wow I looked good
0: I think now because <laughs> where I see where I am today which I don't think is good
1: yeah but well it's also scary I think that, that like event. it's scary that like the bomb it's but, like even your body's on display like you kind of like you're 12 years old your body's becoming a woman and it's like
0: yeah I think your body's on display but I also don't think it's like when you're truly become like your puberty doesn't really start at 12 like everyone says that's when it starts because you start having your period and you start developing boobs but like actually think about like when you really like developed like big hips and like you're like your body really coming into form is until much later so it's this really mm-hmm. weird contrast of like okay like now my body's sexualized more because mm-hmm. I think it totally it becomes so much more sexualized once you become like 12 13 yeah and you start thinking about kissing and and all that stuff but it doesn't necessarily become like womanly so it's just weird really weird content totally. what would I wear today well, okay, you know I what's an interesting
1: question? How do you think, like, the Jewish institutions in the Jewish community shaped your sense of body image? Ah. Ah, fuck oh that, God. but I think you have an interesting perspective. <laughs> 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 you didn't even grow up in the city, yo. You didn't have your grandma telling you you need a nose job every single time.
0: Yeah, you go first.
1: I don't, I haven't even, like, thought about it or processed it. I feel like you have a lot more, but, like,. <sighs>
0: Anytime you're told, like, you can't wear certain things, it sexualizes that. So then when you put on that item, you think so much more about, like, wow, how are people going to view me? So I think the fact that, like, we were told to school, like, don't wear leggings. Why not? Like, boys will stare at your butt going outside of that arena and when i would go to like things like i don't know you would go to parties what would you wear you would wear leggings and like a really like ta- le- like a tank top which is so interesting because like that's like a normal like school day outfit for outside of our bubble yeah
1: so what would you wear at this bomb at 20 i think naked
0: I think I would want to be, be
1: naked. <laughs> I, I love that. Slay, Elisa. I- thank you. This is a crazy <laughs> I va. Ayahuasca in the forest <laughs> with your family naked. Damn. Are you going to wear shoes? That's, That's thing that my f- family won't be there. Are you wearing shoes? My family's going to be there. That's just going to be weird for us, but whatever. <laughs> Are you going to be wearing shoes?
0: I don't think so I feel like I want this to be like a whole like so I hopefully will become vegan one day
1: <laughs> so this is a vegan event you don't I think so. uh, wait, wait the audience if anyone knows you Aliza is on a strict mozzarella stick meat hamburger where the f- what do you eat
0: what will you eat I don't know bro it's like that, that's tearing me apart also
1: i literally don't know russia, you okay you don't these are like all three
0: problems right now what will i eat when i become vegan because we need to become vegan if we want this world to exist <sighs> russia ukraine and then my self-awareness selfish but it's
1: a pretty why isn't russia ukraine on the top no
0: i didn't do them in order they're oh, like all three
1: of course of course um, okay, so it's a vegan event, but we don't know what food because you, you don't like anything that's not vegan. Maybe
0: like by then hopefully they'll be like fake Only fans.
1: cauliflower. Only oh, cauliflower. We could have
0: cauliflower. Oh
1: my god, hello. It'll just be bread and cauliflower. You love bread?
0: Amazing. Amazing. Perfect. Oh, this is
1: amazing. Okay. This is sick. This is sick. What music?
0: Wow. Maybe I'll be married to like a musician.
1: You're not married at your bar mitzvah. It's not about marriage. It's about you.
0: Oh, well, I'm thinking that this is going to actually happen in the future. Like, you know, my grandfather had a second bar mitzvah.
1: Oh, my God. You're so right. That is a thing.
0: Like, when he was 83. So mm-hmm. maybe that'll happen to me.
1: Did he die right after? I remember that.
0: He died like a couple years after. And it just shows that you, like, really, you know, he wanted to live for it.
1: <sighs> okay. Um, food, we check that off. Toro, what Toro will you share? You're giving it to our Torah at your twenty second bat mitzvah. Tell us about it.
0: Um well hopefully by then I'll be doing some like activism work. Cool. And hopefully I'll be super passionate about it still and connect Wow, I hope I don't get emotional here. Connect why Judaism um, and its ideals and goals really um, do go with trying to get Wow,
1: Lisa let me just sum up this podcast. It's been Wait, like a half I
0: an hour. Say, can I just also say? Please. Oh, you, sign, you sum it up. You sum it up.
1: Well, it just seems it. like you went... Age 12, you don't really know how anything, like, aligns with your Jewish practice, your secular values. The bat mitzvah seems to be just about you. Um, You feel like shit in your outfit. Um, There's lamb chops. Age 22, you're having a vegan bat mitzvah. You're fucking naked. (laughs) You are giving a divartorah about how, like, the secular world and being an activist coincides with Jewish values seems like you have it all figured out Seven yeah but years, the, baby. the hour in between
0: that we took from getting <laughs> from 12 olds up to 22 shows how fucked up i am but also shows i think a lot of self-growth and a lot of self-knowledge and that's something i think everybody should really think about them for themselves, right? Wouldn't you say this, Brach, is that like the number one goal in life. And I think as much as Judaism has been really difficult for me, and I have a lot of reservations with it, and who knows where I'll be in 10 years with it, I think it gave us all the ability to really look deep within ourselves.